Hello, everyone, and welcome to In the Know 360, show hosted by me, Annette, the warm-hearted warrior diva. This show gives you insights on high-achieving business owners and music artists who share with the audience the importance of building a strong community of like-minded individuals on the road to greater success. Today's show is a collaboration between In the Know 360 and Rilla. Rilla is from Lagos, Nigeria. He is a young musician wrapped in mystery. Rilla found his deep bond with music in the most unexpected places. He studied mass communication at the University of Lagos and is known for his unique freestyles uh, and song pattern. He never realized he had an interest in music until he ran across a music producer rocking to reggae, y'all, in the same apartment complex. He realized his passion for music when he discovered he could write song lyrics in an examination hall. Rilla infused Afro-bashment and Afrobeat into punk and R&B, developing a sub genre under Afrobeat. Some of his songs include Bum Bum, Paganini, With You, and Local. He is quickly gaining popularity in the industry, and his latest hit, Lago Style, proves that he is here to stay. Despite facing criticism and self-doubt, his mysterious spirit, shown as a symbol of resilience and a reflection in the layers of depth, and geniuses in his composition. Welcome, Rilla. Yay. <laughs> Thank you for joining me today, sir. I, <laughs> I have several questions for you, so hopefully you're ready here. Okay, yeah. let's start. Number one, who or what inspired you to start a career in the music industry? Can you hear me? I'm listening to you. What did you say? Oh, I said, who or what inspired you to start a career in the music industry? Yeah, so definitely everyone, everyone has an inspiration for everything they do. And mine is kind of different, though. Mine is different. It was a situation that inspired like start music like the whole situation the whole like a whole like pattern a whole like stuff so basically i grew up around like a whole studio like used to play basketball used to do all that stuff used to go to school regularly but was wasn't until i got arrested by the police and like you know how nigeria is nigeria is full of oppression full of different Vices and everything. So, thinking to myself, like I felt sense. You understand? I had this like message, like I want to put out there. Like I want to put it out there to like younger generation. I want to put it out to my to my fans, my age mates, and everything. So, what I wanted to do was like follow through. Cause my mentor, mm-hmm. my role model. Will I say mentor? Cause he's dead. My role model is Bella Anikola Puti. I've heard about him. 
Oh, okay. Wow. Talking about him. Yeah, so he inspired me to start music. I followed in his pattern when I first started music. Then maybe two, three years, two, three years down the line, I decided to like make my own pattern. Yeah, so that's what my music is all about. Oh, wow. Wow, that's very deep. Well, thank you for that. Um, can you recall the exact moment that you knew you wanted to pursue this career path? Yeah, I guess I guess I was still playing basketball around that time. Okay. Like in school, we used to do all that. We used to do all that. But my problem is that I didn't get scouted because I went for a giant of Africa. That was like 2016. Yeah, 2016. I was meant to get scouted by like 19. Yeah, you understand? I passed the age and everything, different factors, like health factors, different factors. So I decided to go into music. It wasn't easy, though. Mm. I used to have, like, a SoundCloud before I even decided I wanted to do music. You understand? Like, I had a SoundCloud, had this, like, BandLab, BandLab account. Like, I've had several, like, over the years. It was more, like, fun for me because, like, when I was little, I used to, like, have... I used to have like different freestyles. I don't know I was freestyling though. I don't know I was making music, but it was like me with myself, meditating with myself. Do you understand? Like, it's like pattern. I hear like what I sing out. Do you understand? So the point where I decided, like the main point where I decided I wanted to do music was when was when I told you I got arrested. Can you remember that period? Yeah. Mm. Oh wow. Well, that's um, good that uh, you decided to come to the music. Uh, <laughs> you know, it does have therape therapeutic ways about it, for sure. Um, what challenges have you faced during your journey in becoming this music artist? Like I said, like I said, oh, yeah, that's, that's, a, very, that's a very funny question. You don't want me to like. You don't want me to like come across to people as like. Do you understand? You know what I'm trying to talk about. So like, I feel like let me just put out the ones I can put out. Financially, yeah. Do you understand? Then secondly, uh, number two, number two, number two, 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 two. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Because there was this song that I recorded on 2010-20. You should have heard about that experience in Nigeria. Mm. Yeah, that was Paganini. I was like, I went somewhere. I went to MNS State to do that song. Mm. One of my, I mean, I was out of the country, in Canada. So I went to MNS State to do that song. There was this protest. It was against SARS. This armed police like that harasses the youths. Mm -hmm. So yeah, when I went there, I went there, we did the song. So I was about to go to my house. But like you know how you know how adventurous, adventurous we youths are. Mm -hmm. so I decided to test with my guys like for a bit and all that. Yeah, so as we were protesting like 
Like, mm-hmm. it got really rough and all. Oh, like, let's spread the story. But, like, that was not sick. Some people died. That, you understand? So it was crazy, though. It was really crazy. Like, different memories. Nights, some nights we sleep in the cell. Because, like, in Nigeria, they try to like, gather dress code and everything. Mm-hmm. This hair now in Nigeria. As a policeman, look at me and you think that, oh, I'm a criminal. I'm into internet fraud or something. And I'm like, no, I'm not into all those. I just do this for my music. Not really because of my music. Like, the look goes with me. That's, like, how I feel. Like, how I feel sounds better. You understand? Yeah. So, like, different times, different occasions. Like, I've had to, like, pay the price just for being an artist. Do you understand? Yes, mm-hmm. but that's what. Oh wow, that does sound uh, very challenging in the the environment that you're in and having to go through this. So, how have you persevered despite these challenges? What do you say? How did you overcome these challenges? Damn, that's that's a tough question. Financially, I have like other things I do to make money for music, but. What we uh, what we talked about, what we talked about, what we spoke about, we spoke about that issue of the police um, and the harassment. Mm-hmm. Like it's still what we live in, really. But I feel in a while, in a while, based on comfort, based on like having more fun, like like they don't really talk that much again. Do you understand? Not that I'm bribing. Mm-hmm. I'm able to move myself around in a very discreet manner. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, What was your best collaboration? Best collaboration? Yeah. With your songs. This this is like, this is like the question I get from most interviews. I feel my best collaboration out yet it's definitely not out yet <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> they need to come correct i hear you rilla <laughs> i have like I'm like go from last year i still have like 30 unreleased songs so like my best collaboration isn't out yet i'm just uh-huh. I'm, Okay. Slowly, steadily, slowly. I've not dropped any song this year. Yeah. Because I had to like redrop a project from last year. Exigency, yeah. Exigency has five tracks. Five tracks, Pray. Pray was the first track. My friend started Pray. Then Need. Do you understand? Need is like a song that I know that appeals to me. It appeals to my spirit. When I look at when I look at that jam, when I when I listen to it, when I when I wrote it, like mm-hmm. the whole feeling is so surreal. It appeals to me so much. Like I literally got so much because I like deleted that song. I literally didn't want that song again. Because like I felt it was only my my thing, you understand? I wanted to keep it to myself alone. I wanted to be stingy with that jam, but I go, I go call from Canada. The guy was like, "Yo, um, 
he heard my song. He never knew me before. I didn't even know how we met. But like, it was like, why did I take that song off? Why did I take it off? Okay, so I got, I had to like drop the song back. I back. And I, as I dropped the song back, I got like calls from different places. He, he literally told me when he told me to drop the song that he was going to request the song at the club and everything. I was literally was lying about the whole stuff. Mm. I feel like that song appeals to me very unique. Then Bomb Bomb. Bomb Bomb was a very sensational mm. track. Do you understand what I mean by sensational? Like, if you know what I mean. If you know what Bomb Bomb means, you know what cool is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> come closer to the mic, sir. Yeah, I should come closer. Okay, thank you. Yes. You better. Yeah. Yeah, so if you know what that song is about, if you know if you know it's in that song B, you understand. If you understand Bomb Bomb, yeah. So like basically I was talking to my friend, we we're outside we were having fun. Something we call Faji in Nigeria. We come out quick me, Faji. Yes. <laughs> and, like this, um, I was listening to a whiskey song. I heard I heard the one the cool song too. Uh-huh. I heard friend songs though. So like I was like, wow, like these guys are all singing about booty, like and they're making me <laughs> something about green. Do you understand? Like I don't know if we have <laughs> Parts, but like song seems so dope. Like, I went to, I just decided to reproduce a beat. I did it by myself. Try to add like some different elements into that whole like. Beat. So once we once once it was like done, what I did was I recorded my hook. My hook was that I just wanted to like beat something. I wanted to sample something from from whiskey. So I did that. I put that stuff. Was it was it bomb bomb bigger than bomb big bomb bomb? So like we did that <laughs> stuff. Then the first thing I was going to think about was like, yeah. So we're, we're talking about a girl. Like we're talking about obviously a muscle, like a, a female muscle part. What is going to be next? So I had to ask a question, like not a question, not really a question, but you know how you start a hit song. A hit song has to obviously. Mm-hmm. It has to be different. It has to be, it has to be dope. Do you understand? It has to be, so like, I just said, girl, I want to see your face. Girl, now my place. Now my place means at my place. You understand? So, like, from there, the whole vibe came up. Everything went together. Like, I feel like two weeks after, then this producer, what's his name, YDX, he called me, was like, yo, let's do this remix and everything. The jam came. Like, Funny enough, the remix is even fucking it. Like most people don't even know it's out yet. Then after boom, boom, I did fire, fire and ice, fire and ice. Yeah, do you understand? Like it's whole like it's just like a whole image. And fire and ice talks about a man, woman. So definitely one of them has to be fire. One of them has to be ice. You've watched Avatar, you know. <laughs> Just like this whole crazy. So, fire yeah. uh, and ice talks about a woman. The woman is obviously the fire. I understand because women are usually on the outside. Then the man is the ice. 
we go calm him down. Let's just come on. You do understand? So, yeah, that's basically the jam. Fountain. Fountain was a bonus track. Yeah, I was talking about a woman compared out to a fountain. But it just feel like a fountain, reading where they shine. In I love kingdom, in my gold mine. Do you understand? Just different, like, different lyric patterns. Like, my pen game is... You understand? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's <all good>. Okay. <laughs> so, name three artists you would love to open up a show for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this This is my dream, yeah. Uh, firstly, I want to open up a show for Bonaboy. Do you understand? Oh, yeah. Okay. Then, secondly, Big Wiz. Shout out Big Wiz, shout out Burner Boy. You guys really paved the way for my sound. This thirdly, thirdly, Odumodu Black. Because, like, I'll say, like, in this industry right now, like, the energy, that whole energy, that whole vibe, yeah. I know someone like Odumodu Black or Pretty Boy Duo I'll be opening that show for. So, that third, third spot is going to be like a tie. Do you understand? Either Pretty Duo or Odumodu Black. Mm, okay, so Burner Boy and uh Wizkid and who else? That's but you have to make it four. Oh okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's do four then. <laughs> so pretty boy deal. Okay. Pretty or do more black. Oh, okay. Okay, I like that. Yeah. Um, so besides uh what I've mentioned about you, who is Rilla? Rilla. Yeah. Rilla is a Rilla is a very quiet person. Rilla is an introvert. Rilla would rather be at home than be at the club. You understand? I would rather be at home like sleeping or at night writing my music because what, what what can a young man do with his life apart from that like i really don't i'm really not a fan of like nightlife i don't really like drinking do you understand <laughs> like sometimes i have to pretend that oh yeah wow yeah <laughs> that's good that's good i i rarely drink too so <laughs> that's good good for your health um, do you read sheet music or play an instrument? Yeah, read sheet oh. spiky, then instruments, instruments. I play a lot of instruments. Let's leave it as that. Oh, what's your go-to instrument? I feel I feel it's still the guitar. Okay. Go Any guitar. kind? What what kind of? What are you saying? What kind of guitar? Like mainly bass, though. I like those bass lines. Ah, okay. A bass guitar. Most bass guitarists usually drum. Do you understand? So, like, I like those bass lines. I used to be a drummer before. Wow, that's amazing. You are so versatile, Rilla. Um. What steps do you take when creating your music? What's that? What? How do you create your music? 
my music is very spiritual. You understand? Very, very spiritual. You understand? So, like, I pray to God. You understand? Mm. I, you understand? I hear my sound. Then we do on Shawama. Mm. Nice. I love it. I love it. Um, and do you like the virtual or in-person platform and why? I just, I feel like I like both though. I like any opportunity that gives the ability to talk about myself. I really love talking about myself because I'm a very interesting person. Like, do you understand? <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> I do understand. <laughs> so... Think back to a situation, right, when you had a project deadline. Uh, what did you learn from that experience? Yeah, I just, I just learned that uh, for you to have a deadline is non-existent as an artist. You have to keep working. You have to keep working. Like you work, you work your ass off. You fall sick, you work. You get artist stuck, you work. If you have a deadline, let me just give you. Let I'm on a deadline, so you know that we literally have to like work. Yeah, so if you have a deadline, you're literally not going to meet that deadline. So you work. <laughs> Don't understand. <laughs> As an artist, you have to work hard. Not like smart work. You go work hard. Like you work hard. That's so That's true. That's what I keep hearing from artists. <laughs> There's no deadline. <laughs> um, share an experience illustrating your communication style and how it makes you an effective artist. My communication style. Like, I like communicating with people and giving examples. Like, examples. Like, that's how I talk. That's how my music is. Like, you need to hear, like, my song on that album. There was a song I was talking about, House of Cards. I was talking about fountain. Do you understand? Like for me to describe a woman as a fountain, for me to describe the relationship as fire and ice. Do you understand? I'm more about image. I'm more about mm. making. Like most times, like my conflicts are caused by like most people don't. Let me not say the word because yeah. Right. Do you understand? Yeah. So yeah, basically that's it. No, I, I love it. You're very poetic. <laughs> um, so how do you stay motivated producing new inspiring music? When I'm sleeping, I meditate. I stay motivated. From three to five, I'm motivated. From nine to five, I'm motivated. Like, all the time, I'm motivated. all the fucking time. And I don't know. I can't be depressed. You understand? Right. Okay. I can't. I can't be depressed. You ain't. You ain't getting depressed. Like, yo, I like literally be myself back to my senses. Like, yo, you ain't getting depressed. Okay, well, that's good. You have to stay motivated for sure. Uh, speaking about inspiring music, you recently came out with the tracks that you've mentioned, uh, Bum Bum, 
Paganini with you and local. What was the inspiration behind these tracks? For what? The the songs you mentioned, Bum Bum, Paganini, with you and local. What was the inspiration from these tracks? Yeah, so um, Paganini. Paganini was like a track I did twenty. That track is very, very, like, I already talked about the whole, like, 2010-20 experience, but that was not what drove the song. Paganini is about a classical musician who did stuff out of, like, like out of the ordinary. So, when I saw that song, I just had to, like, just put something that would seem like what Paganini wanted. You understand? In yeah. black. Because like it's black history rich and so mm-hmm. I'm How about so, with with you? Yeah, with you and local, those jams were together. I remember like local, local, local was local was kind of like talking about haters, talking it's just like it's just like a song I talk about myself. It's like an anthem. It's like mm-hmm. One or two of my goons can shoot. Not necessarily shoot, but no. I'm talking about my guys can motivate me. At that point, I still needed people to motivate me, like to do what I wanted to do. Do you understand? So like yeah. a love song is a love song also. Same imagery pattern. But literally, I was I was with my manager that day. I still had one other manager that period, DJ Magic. Yeah. So like no, that man literally wanted to like beat the best into me. Not like he beat me, but <laughs> he spoke to me and I was like, I was like, yo, Rilla, you guys, you guys born again for this music. Do you understand? You guys born again for this I had to think differently, I swear to God. It was painful. Man, it was really. It was this the song I was I don't it's not my favorite song, but uh-huh. but local is my song, that's my track. Yeah. Yo, Rila loves that song, Rila loves this that song, but with you is for you guys. And Bomb Bomb, I already talked about Bomb Bomb. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whiz kid. <laughs> yeah, get there. Yeah, i love it i love it yes and my favorite is local too so that's what um caught my eye my attention what song was that local <laughs> so what is the first thing you listen for when you record a new song like what do you say you're in your new recording what do you listen for hmm. i'm just now music is a seasonal thing i'm trying i'm trying to do different things i'm trying to do things i've never done before so basically uh, I'm listening for 
I'm listening for how like high is going to sound. You understand? I don't want to do a song that is too low, and I don't want to do a song that is too loud because I don't want deaf fans. Do you understand? I know about two. I'm listening <laughs> for a jam that is not shouting. Do you understand? That's why you see when I'm calling my mentors and everything. Do you understand? Then I'm looking for a jam that is not too long. Now, basically, I'm trying to focus on songs that are like one minute, 30, 30 seconds, two minute songs, maximum two minutes, 20 seconds. Because now people have different attention spans. Not everybody is able to listen to a song for a very long time. So I'm trying to make it easy for my fans to learn my songs. Many people, like I said, many people, they know the, like, many people don't, like, use their, do you understand? I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> so then, but basically, most people don't have, like, a long attention span. It's basically short. It's how music is now. Yeah. I'm not, I just wanted to, like, joke about that, but music has to be short these days because, like, there's a whole lot of music. Like, everyone wants to hear all the songs. Mm. basically that's it yeah that's true i i heard it's 28 seconds the <laughs> attention span is usually 28 seconds so <laughs> you only have that much uh, time to get it in um so what is one important lesson that you've learned in working in this music industry Man, there's no, there's no faking it. You can't force greatness, too. I have to keep practicing voice trainings and all. When I first started music, my, my, my voice was, 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 it was froggy. It was, was all shades of bad. Do you understand? But I, with practice and prayer, with meditation, with constant hard work, with sleeping in the studio, with constant hard work. That, Yes, most definitely. That is so true. Um, if you weren't producing music, what would you be doing? Yeah, um, I'd definitely be playing basketball. NBA. Okay. But no matter what, I feel like, I feel that's not up to me to decide, but basically I've been playing basketball ever since I was little. I always wanted to be on the TV. So, yeah. Oh, wow. What position did you play? I played like small forward. Oh, okay. Um, and how has the internet and social media influenced your career? Yeah, it's kind of making music easy. Easy in the sense that, like, promotions now, you can't just, like, do a video and there's, like, a way to push it by yourself. Know that you have to wait till you go to the TV stations, like, oh, yeah, I want to do this viral. You can't just do it by yourself. Post it on YouTube. Yeah, boom. Gone. Most things that, like, Things are not like even videos. Like some of my songs get their top streams on like YouTube. Do you understand? Yeah. Like it's so crazy, it's so crazy, it's so crazy. Like distribution. Now I'm posting now, and I know that in the next three days I'm dropping our song. But no, don't do music like that. You have to wait the process for the whole music. Sometimes you have to listen to the song. Sometimes you have to work on the song again mm -hmm. basically the internet has made music easy that is so true that's very true uh if you could change anything about the music industry 
What would it be? Save Afrobeat. Don't let Afrobeat die, please. Don't don't let don't kill Afrobeat, please. That's that's what I'll say. I'll change. That's what I'll say. I'll change. We need to save Afrobeat. Afrobeat is dying. You know what I mean by dying. There's something that we have to keep that going yeah most definitely so with that being said be sure to subscribe like and comment to view all the episodes on nno 360 we're on youtube apple Podcasts, spotify instagram facebook twitter google play and some others on our platform let's continue to support the Unity for Social Justice. Let's free Masayo and others, our brothers and sisters that need our support. This has been a broadcast of showing love full circle between NNO 360 and Rilla. Until then, thank you for everyone for joining. Have a good day. Salute.